Last week, your compas came to you from inside a FedEx field. Tonight, unfortunately, we're outside of SoFi Stadium in the parking lot, but we're here for you guys. We're here to bring you guys the full wrap-up, the full breakdown of what happened tonight. Chargers lose to the Cowboys 20-17. to Obviously, this is Fernando Ramirez, Chargers beat reporter for Sports Illustrated. With me, as always, is my tag team partner, Chargers beat reporter for the OC Register and LA Daily News, Gilbert Manzano. What's up, bro? I thought you were going to forget the what's up, bro. You had a long introduction, Fernando, but you never forget because you like to annoy me. And speaking of annoying, I, I know I kind of checked some social media. I know Dan and Dago's a little annoyed about the referees. We'll get to that in a second. But it was kind of an ugly game for the Chargers. They had many opportunities to win this game. Yeah, you could blame the Zebras. You could say there were some you know, penalties that are very questionable, debatable. But the Chargers should have scored, should have scored more than 17 points. Uh, you know, they got, they got a lot of penalties. They had some turnovers. Uh, the defense was really sluggish at first. Uh, overall, it kind of just felt like this was a golden opportunity for the Chargers to beat a sure-handed Cowboys team, but they couldn't get it done. You know, it's funny, Gilbert. I mean, not funny, but I mean, I was looking at the box score right now when we're or play-by-play while we're doing writing our articles and stuff. Chargers only touched the ball seven times. I, I was very surprised about that. I think seven. Uh, that was pretty interesting. No punt, only punt was uh, the punt that Ty Long got hit into. There was a 15-yard penalty. Offense continued. So, I mean, the Chargers the last two weeks have done everything right on offense except for put the ball in the end zone. And that's really what's a little nerve-wracking, especially with what is coming next weekend with Kansas City. Obviously, that's uh, a different debate uh, right now. But to focus on this game tonight, I mean, it was just, uh, I'm, I'm going to go with my thing on the offense. It's they can't score the football right now. And it's honestly very, uh, it should be nerve-wracking for the Chargers. Brandon Staley said he's, he knows that the, pl- the right plays are being called just execution. Well, yeah, but execution, I mean, you need to get the ball in the end zone, and that's just not working. I mean, you put up four, uh, 20 points last week, 17 points this week. That's not cutting it out. They have a lot of yards. They're racking up yards on yards on yards, yes, but they're not putting the ball in the in the end zone. And they did they did last week twice. They did it today twice as well. But you need to score more than that, especially with the kind of offense that they have, with the kind of weapons that they have. Um, obviously, Joe Lombardi is an offensive coordinator for the second time. It's a little bit new still, but, man, th- th- there's no excuses. You should – and it was a trend, Gilbert, that you and I had talked about during preseason. That Even with the second team and third team, they weren't able to put the ball in the end zone. Now they're not able to do it again. But, Gilbert, what's your biggest takeaway from the offense today? Yeah, you know, they are getting uh, 400 yards total each week. Well, it's been two weeks, but they're getting 400 yards total. Justin Herbert, 300 yards passing through the air. You know, moving the ball with Herbert has not been an issue. It's just scoring and finding the, the end zone when you get in the red zone. Uh, two weeks in a row now for Herbert, red zone interceptions. This one came in the end zone. Uh, you know, Vizcaino has been called upon because they can't finish. Uh, and last week I kept, well, actually this week I kept saying uh, scoring 20 points is good enough against Washington. Against a high scoring offense like the Cowboys, you need, you know, more than 20 points. It turns out 20 points would have taken your overtime and you would have been okay. But they got 17. They got worse there as uh, this plane goes by. We're out here in SoFi Stadium in the parking lot. So, I'll let it go, uh, Fernando. It's a Southwest. Southwest. I'm going to be on that flight next week for Kansas City. I hope it's not 828. Oh, okay. Don't talk about Manifest. You're going to get me sidetracked. I don't get lost for five years, <laughs> Fernando. Uh, but, you know, you're right. It, it's it's strange because, you know, there's so much potential for this Chargers team. But they had a lot of work going into this year. And people are really excited about Justin Herbert. 
new offensive line, new coaching staff, but it's going to take time. And I think that's where, you know, they're, they're close with the, I think the play con has been okay. Uh, it hasn't been bad. You know, I want to see more shots down the field. I know Herbert yeah. got a play on, on Keenan Allen for 42 yards, but, you know, go back a little bit more to down the field shots. I know the intermediate throws are working for Herbert and it's going to make them better in the long run to kind of be well polished all around throwing but now you know go for the kill shots go for the end zone score in a hurry if you want to be a true you know dominant offense in the nfl you want to keep pace for the kansas city chiefs especially next week where the chiefs are scoring at least 35 points per game you got to start finishing in the end zone because yeah right now you're nice you know getting the total yardage which actually hasn't been a problem for the Chargers even during the philip Rivers years uh you know getting the yards it's finishing games scoring touchdowns uh i know last week they got the third down conversions to ice it but Score some touchdowns. Don't make it a one-score game and be out there and dominant and execute and, and show that you and Justin Herbert are a good offense. Yeah, no, 100%. Now when we look at the defense, man, scary moment today. Uh, Kenneth Murray goes down. It, it looked bad. I mean, we could all see him. He was grabbing on. He was grabbing onto the turf. He, like, moving around. He just he, – it looked bad. They carried him out for the field. And then at one point I looked down and I noticed that he's working uh, on the sideline. I'm like, no way. Is he really coming back? And it reminded me, Gilbert, of it during preseason, during that uh, another airplane coming by. This one is, is that United? No, Delta. Delta. That is Delta. I will be on that one next weekend. Uh, Yeah, it is. I like the TVs. Um, I like the movie selection that they have. Um, So the interesting part about, uh, so Kenneth Murray, it kind of looked like the injury that he had, Gilbert, during uh, the scrimmage. So it really, like, I felt like if Kenneth Murray really could have came back in, he could have. If it was a regular season game, he came back in this one. Um, Brandon Staley said it. I mean, obviously the Cowboys ran the ball for almost 200 yards, two touchdowns. Tony Pollard, Ezekiel Elliott, they were running the ball consistently, often. It was funny because at one point I think Jeff Miller would uh, turn to us and go, Hey, our good friend Jeff Miller from the LA Times, he'd be like, hey, why are the Cowboys even attempting to throw the ball? Just run the ball. I mean, that's what the success that you're having. So looking at it, I mean, they were just running the football left and right. They were able to get whatever they wanted. Uh, Brandon Staley said, we need to get better in our first and second zone. Obviously, first zone is defensive line. Second zone is linebackers. And yeah, Brandon's right. They have to do a lot better. Uh, they, they really weren't getting any help. It was basically Derwin or the or the corners making a lot of those tackles. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a cause for concern uh, what's going on right now with the first and second tier because that third tier is doing all they can. Um, and the first, this, the first and second tier just uh, – you could tell they missed Justin Jones, Gilbert. Yeah, no, that was a, a big deal for the Chargers. And I think it wasn't enough attention on the injuries that the Chargers have. Uh, defensive starters, Chris Harris Jr., Justin Jones – were very vital for this Chargers defense. And I'm not a big talker like you, Fernando, so I'm going to let this plan go by. I'm not sure which airline we have here today. I think it's Alaska. Uh, I don't know what that is. JetBlue? Who are you? JetBlue. Okay. Uh, They went by. I'm not a loud talker, uh, (laughs) Fernando, so I started kind of screaming. But, yeah, the Russian defense was pretty ugly for the Chargers. I think about 200 yards on the ground. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott kind of bounced back, but it was Tony Pollard, the backup running back, who had a great game, 109 yards total. And it kind of shows the value of Justin Jones. Yeah, we want him to be a better pass rusher, get some sacks, but he is a run stopper. He helped Limbaugh Joseph in the middle, and Limbaugh was alone today, and and you you saw the results. And, you know, with Chris Harris Jr. not being there, he's vital in the the slot cornerback position because 
you know, that allows Derwin James to move around, not focus on, on the slot so much. Uh, you know, he could go to edge rusher, linebacker, cornerback. And today, Derwin had to be in the slot. And that's asking a lot for a guy who was barely on his second game coming off a big injury. Uh, you could tell there was a little fatigue. Brandon Staley mentioned it as well. He had a rare missed tackle. Uh, you know, but when I brought that up, Fernando, you reminded me that then he kind of made up for it uh, by stopping Zeke uh, near the goal line before halftime. Imagine yeah. if Zeke would have crossed the end zone on that lateral pass from CD Lab. It could have been an uglier day. So Derwin did his part. He kept the team close. And it's kind of a, you know, this game is a similar feel from uh, last week in Washington. Like the Chargers even started off a little shaky, you know, bend but don't break. Break. That's the kind of style that they have on this. This is what that de- this defense is: bend but don't break. Let them rack up their yards, but don't let them score touchdowns. And you want to see a Brandon Staley defense not just be bend, don't break, be dominant, get turnovers, get takeaways, get sacks. And we have not seen that yet. So uh, to kind of end my my rap on the defense, like Lombardi and Staley have a good thing going. Like they're like the low, the points are low. They're getting yards on offense, but they're not finishing. They're not executing to have, you know, a well-polished game. Yeah, no, definitely, Gilbert. And, I mean, uh, before we wrap this up, uh, we're going to go to your guys's, uh, to Gilbert's, one of Gilbert's best friends, to your guys' best friend. We're going to go to Dan and Dago. Hello, everyone. It is I. You knew you were going to hear from me today. Your boy, your lad, Dan and Dago. And let me tell you something about Dan and Dago. He is not happy at all. I don't know what I just witnessed. It was so just disappointing. And the worst part is, I don't even, first off, I sure as heck don't think the Dallas Cowboys are better than we are because they didn't beat us. The damn zebras beat us the whole time. They were out there calling all these ghost flags, ghost sacks. Casper, the friendly ghost, was the great edge rusher for the Cowboys, apparently, getting a sack on my quarterback. This isn't some scrimmage where you blow it dead to save quarterbacks over here. I don't know what was going on with the officials. Some of these penalties, very questionable. I don't know what was going on. I don't know if someone didn't pay their mortgage for the league or whatever. I don't know what they had it against us today. I couldn't believe it. Then the other thing that was driving me crazy the whole dang game was the off- the run defense. Oh, my good God. It looked like they were a piece of paper, and the Cowboy offensive line was water being thrown on them, just creating massive holes, moving them. We had one defensive lineman end up where the safeties were, and how the hell does that happen? What are we going to do? I'm not. It's too soon to hit the panic button, but I am not happy. I hope this leaves a sour taste in their mouths and they come out ready to go against Kansas City next week because that's going to be a tougher game than playing the dang Cowboys in the, one of the worst divisions in the league. The other thing I couldn't believe was right tackle play. We had a rookie making them look silly every single play. I just... We had such a great pocket last week, then come out this week, we can't block anybody, apparently. My quarterback still has to run for his life. Like if we had, uh, like if it was two or three years ago, we have a way better offensive lineman than that. I don't know what they're going to do for next week. Kansas City, that's going to be a big game. But I, I am just extremely, I cannot believe what I just saw. I have no doubt in my mind if they would have just, like Denzel Washington says, and remember the Titans, let the damn boys play, ref. If they would have just let them play, we would have won by two touchdowns for sure because we wouldn't have had to settle for field goals. And that, oh, my God, I just don't know what else to say. One of the roommates came in because they heard me getting all fired up. Like, you know, your boy gets fired up. And they looked at me asking what was going on. I said, get the hell out. Don't even ask me questions right now. I am just pissed. I cannot believe what just happened. All right. Time to go drinking. Forget it.
on to the next week. Gilbert, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there with Dan and Dago. Uh, what, what, what do you make of it? I sense, I sense a lot of frustration from Dan and Dago, and, and I get it. You know, he says we a lot. You know, he's a big Chargers fan. And, and it, it's a, it sucks when, the you know, the referees are calling kind of, you know, small ticky-tack penalties. But it's tough because then when you really watch the film and break it down, you go through the rule book and you, and you kind of ask yourself, okay, I think I see what the refs saw. It's not like a, a blatant robbery, but then you kind of ask yourself, you know, they don't really call it consistency, consistent and you know, to make sure that it's fair on both sides. So I'm sure there's a lot of flags, but uh, what do we have coming right now? Delta. Delta. Uh, yep. I, I really think that is the best airline right now. Yeah, I like Delta. But to kind of, you know, wrap it up on the penalties, you know, they're flagging me right now with, this, with the... 11, 12, for, 12 for 99 yards, Gilbert. It's a lot of penalties. And I, and I get a lot of fans are frustrated, especially on, on, the, on the illegal shift that turned turn out to be really costly because Jared Cook scored the touchdown and they would have had a, a lead. Instead of going for a field goal for the Cowboys, uh, you know, they would have had to gone, you know, get, get more points. And, you know, it really hurt them because then you look at the, the replay and it's like uh, Mike Williams barely moved like his, like his foot and, and they called that. And I think the rule is that if you're not set or by at least one second before the ball is snapped, then they got to call the flag. Yeah, you know, you know, it's a little kind of bang back play, you know, just go with the play. Uh, but then the Chargers, you know, they kind of shot themselves in the foot. They went backwards. They started from the two yard line and went to the 25. So, you know, they had opportunities. And this is a game that was filled with what could have been, you know, obviously the penalties are a big deal, but there were so many opportunities for the Chargers. And if you're a good team, you don't let the referees and the flags hurt you like that. No, and the thing is, too, Gilbert, is that if you really look at, um, that that play they were going fast they were trying to get up there quickly they were trying to snap the ball and it's kind of like dude you should have let your guys get set i know you don't you want to get there was times gilbert where i i did get a little bit like dude like there was times where the charge were coming up to the line dallas was still calling their plays and or like they were still talking to each other and i'm like dude just hike the ball you would have had Jalen guyton open i just remember like old stuff where peyton manning one time caught uh, antonio cromartie sleeping he throws a a, a sixty yard like Antonio Cromartie's talking to um, to I think Stephen Cooper. They're trying to get the play together, and Peyton hikes it on Sunday Night Football. Throws a bullet to Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne goes sixty yards uh, with South. This is Southwest. Um, so two two Delta two exactly Southwest two and then one JetBlue. JetBlue. Uh, so honestly, it's just like the Chargers need to be more focused. They need to get up there more. Man, next weekend. Gilbert, it's not going to be easy. You have Kansas City. If you're committing penalties like this, Kansas City will swallow you up. Tonight, I mean, though, Kansas City lost to Baltimore by one point. Baltimore came back at the end. Usually it's Kansas City who comes back at the end and beats you. It was Baltimore who came back tonight, and they won the game. So now, I mean, who would have thought the Chargers and the Chiefs are at the bottom of the division with the Broncos and the Raiders looking looking from up top? But that's how the game goes. Um, obviously, we're going to have a preview show for you guys uh, for the Chargers and Chiefs. Uh, who knows who we're going to have as a special guest? It'll be a fun one, though. First off, uh, let's give out some flowers, Gilbert. Do you want to go? Do you want to give out the offense or the defensive I'll one? The offense. I think okay. for the defense. Okay. You have a good one. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm going to let you go first. You know, I'll give flowers. We should have a better name than flowers. Come on. Like, I don't know. Oh, that's the uh, best. Uh, what? But Something to drink? Uh, know, give, give this guy a beer. Get a modelo, Mike Williams. You know, okay. Mike Williams, why we're here for the Chargers, he deserves a drink, a cold one, uh, because he had a great game. He's becoming Justin Herbert's uh, f- favorite target. I know they have Keenan Allen, but Mike Williams got 10 targets today. 
uh, the, the most uh, among the Chargers wide, wide receivers. And, you know, Keenan Allen is without a doubt the number one wide receiver, but Mike Williams is pushing not too far behind. And he, he is on track to have a, a real career year uh, as he, as he's headed into a free agency. So, you know, the more stats you, you get, you know, the more you're, you're clutch and you help Delta. out the team. Delta takes the lead. Uh, Mike Williams is taking the lead on his contract and balling out. So, uh, uh, cerveza for Mike Williams. Man, Gilbert, he could easily be a ten, uh, uh, a hundred thousand, and maybe ten touchdown season for him. I mean, he has, I think, right now, uh, fifteen to twenty receptions so far. So, he's on pace for uh, for something like something big like that. But we'll see how it continues. Uh, mine is for Asante Samuel Jr. rookie. Interception at his first home game. Congratulations to him. So he gets a cold one. Uh, Asante actually played, I thought, pretty well on uh, Rashawn Slater. And Asante just keep on playing well, in my opinion. I mean, uh, Rashawn had a good game. But Asante, interception. He played well against both Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. Uh, just very surprised with, I mean, not surprised. Because, I mean, obviously they're first and second round draft picks. But very, uh, very good stuff from both of them. But, from now, I mean, we're at SoFi Stadium. We're trying to get home. I'm trying to get Gilbert home. I'm trying to go get uh, my parents are going uh, on a on a mini vacation for this week. So I'm trying to get home and take them to the airport in, in Tijuana. So for now, Gilbert, you know what? I think it's time. Vamonos. Yeah, Fernando. But can I just say one, one thing before? I'm sorry, uh, parents of Fernando, for keeping you. But we got to learn from our, our mistakes, just like the Chargers have to learn about their, their mistakes because we're not doing this outside anymore. There's too many planes crossing. Yeah. So let's do it indoors at SoFi for the next home game against the Raiders. So on that note, once we learn, we get better. Ya nos vamos, pues vámonos.